Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to episode 155 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Fam, this is Jen, otherwise known as Big Yonce, and I'm so excited to be with you today. Listen, it is officially the holiday season. So all of those haters who were saying you can't have your tree up or listen to music before Thanksgiving, they can't say anything anymore. You listen away, you decorate away because Christmas time is here. And you know what? In the midst of all the hustle and bustle, we still wanted to have a moment with you every single week. And so we're bringing you these little Christmas gifts that we're calling micropods because you know what? We have these three E's. We want to entertain you, encourage you, and equip you for all that life holds. And so we still wanted to put something out every single week. So through the month of December, we are doing micropodcasts, just about 15 or so minutes where we take some time to encourage you, to entertain you, and to equip you. And so today I'm going to be kicking off the month of December, kicking off holiday season. We're going to be talking about joy. But you know what? Before I jump into all of that, I want to take just a minute to talk to you about our friends over at Planning Center. Now, listen, you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you hear us talk about Planning Center every single week. And you know what? It's because they're awesome. They give the church tools to help us really focus on what matters in ministry, to help us stay organized and on top of things. And so Planning Center has this free app for your congregation, and it is called Church Center. So if you use Planning Center applications at all, you can give the people in your church access to an app where they can connect to the life of your church. They can check their families in. They can give on the app. They can join groups. They can manage personal profile information. They can register for events. And listen, they can even reply to their scheduling requests from the planning center services uh, portion of the app. So you've got to have this. This is such an incredible tool. The cool thing about Planning Center too is you can try anything out of theirs absolutely free for 30 days. So go check it out. Learn more at planningcenter.com slash church center. Go check it out. Okay, guys, I have a question for you. What would your church do with a brand new audio, visual, and lighting system valued at up to $200,000 if they could get it for free? Just think about that. What would your church do? Well, you actually have an opportunity to make this happen. You've heard us talking about it for weeks, Five Words Media and Free Church AV. That's been going on. We're in the final weeks of this thing. There's only a few more weeks to enter in for a chance to win a free AVL system complete with design and installation and programming and training. All you have to do is to visit freechurchav.com. Go visit that website. You can find the link even in our bio. There's a few steps, but you got to be in it to win it. And this, we're in the home stretch of this thing. Uh, Daniel Gurley and the Five Words team, they are just absolutely incredible, generous people, and they are giving away a system to a church. So go check it out. Visit Five Words, um, freechurchav.com. Enter get in that game, give it a shot. You've got absolutely nothing to lose. And listen, hey, while you're over there on the webs, 
head on over to worshipleaderprops.com. We actually added a whole bunch of merch in this last week. I don't know if you've noticed, we've had a, a new little logo or modified kind of logo floating around, and we've added that to a whole bunch of new merch. You can find the classic WLP merch, and now we've got some newer stuff on there, go, but go visit worshipleaderprops.com and just get yourself something special, a little something special. The weather's getting cooler, grab a beanie, grab a hoodie. They're super comfy. Maybe get something for your worship leader as a Christmas gift. There's just all kinds of possibilities. So go over there, check that out. Okay, guys, you probably already know what time it is. Even though this is a micro podcast, we are still gonna take some time for prayer concerns. All right, listen, hey, if you're new to the podcast, you might be thinking Prayer Concerns is a segment where we read over some prayer requests and, you know, pray over them. And listen, hey, if you have a prayer request, you can absolutely send it in. We have a whole team of people that are more than happy to pray for you. But in this context, Prayer Concerns is a little different. You know, most churches have some sort of a connection card or uh, maybe you have an app or website and there's a tab that people can click on that says, how can we pray for you? And, and what that's intended to be is an outlet for people that might want to say, hey, I'm having surgery. Hey, I lost a job. You know, that sort of a thing for, you know, the leadership and pastors and church community to actually pray. But oftentimes what happens is people use that outlet for something different for, you know, saltier purposes. Oftentimes people will decide to use that avenue as a way to tell you that they're not really happy with the job that you're doing. Maybe they're going to complain about the lights or the haze or how loud the music is. They might get on a Google or Yelp review, but what we've learned is that, man, they're coming for you. They're coming for you. And so we take time to share these. Listen, we have a whole tab on our website on worshipleaderprops.com. It says prayer concerns where you can submit these prayer concerns. You can submit the crazy things that people say to you. And listen, it's all anonymous. People send these into us from all over the world. We don't know the name of your church. We don't know their name even. Um, We just get the good funny stuff and we share it here. So here we go on this micro edition of the Worship Leader Props podcast. Prayer concern number one. After I led worship one Sunday, an older lady came up to me and said, whenever you lead worship, it looks like you're trying to land a plane. I would be so embarrassed if I moved around like that. <laughs> I, I, I cannot get over the things that people feel free to say. You know, um, you know I, I tend to get a little edgy. And so I would want to point her to a portion of scripture where David danced around naked and said he'd become more indignified for the Lord. But you know, we just won't go there. We won't go there. Man, she just felt free to say that. Oh gosh. Okay. Here we go. Prayer concern number two. I received a complaint that the orange lighting was reminiscent of Halloween. It was early summer and nowhere close to Halloween. (laughs) 
and they must have just had a, they must have just had that on their mind. I don't know. Maybe they <laughs> they see evil behind everything. But anyway, guys, that is just a small snippet of prayer concerns. Keep sending them in. You guys have been on such a roll lately. You can send them in, like I said, um, on the website. You can DM them to us too. But we promise we will never share your info or your church's info. We just want the funny stuff. So please keep sending those in. Well, like I said, we're just sharing a few minutes of encouragement uh, in the midst of the hustle and bustle of this season because because we love you guys and we want to continue to encourage you um, no matter what. And so I'm going to spend just a few minutes talking about joy. Now, joy is a word that we hear a lot, especially during the holiday season. It's an a whole lot of Christmas songs. I actually started looking up how many Christmas songs have the word joy in them. And there's just so many. And probably the first Christmas song that comes to mind for everybody when we say the word joy is joy to the world, because it's honestly one of the most popular Christmas carols that's ever been recorded. Many people, regardless of their religious background or beliefs, they've heard it because it's been recorded by numerous artists. It plays on radio stations and, and stream mixes. And so the song's out there and most people have heard it. But have you ever researched its origin? You know, I decided to do that this week because I was just curious about it. And I found out that it was written by a, a man named Isaac Watts in the 1700s. Hundreds, And so this is what I found out. According to church history, Isaac Watts was one of the most prolific and celebrated creators of hymns. However, his most famous creation, which is Joy to the World, it was actually born out of coincidence. He didn't really intend to write this. It's in 1719, he published the Psalms of David, and this was a collection of poems where each verse was based on a psalm. But instead of translating original texts of the Old Testament, he made some subtle adjustments, and his poems actually referred more explicitly toward the works of Jesus um, because he was seeking inspiration from the New Testament. And in, even though we appreciate what he wrote today— he was actually considered to be a bit of a black sheep back in his time because he disturbed the status quo of contemporary musical culture. And he was actually termed a heretic for some of his lyrics. He grew up in a society that consisted only of sections of scriptures and psalms being incorporated with music. And he wanted to kind of break this as he noticed a certain lack of emotion among the congregants who performed it. I don't know how many of you guys can relate to that, but I can at times. <laughs> He hated uh, the monotony and the, and the dullness that was prominent upon the faces of the performers. And so his father actually challenged him to do something about it. And eventually he started tweaking the verses of his poems in, in this collection. And he opened up a whole new frontier of possibilities. Some people say it was an accidental Christmas hymn because... Its origin has nothing to do with Christmas. It it depicts the second coming of Christ, um, but it doesn't even have a trivial connection to the Christmas story. This piece, though, is about fulfillment and depicting the notions of a supernatural phenomenon of what could be achieved from its impact. And so even though Christmas and the birth of Jesus aren't directly mentioned, the song proclaimed the ultimate joy that was yet to be revealed and therefore established a strong connection to the Christmas season. And so 
as time went on, there was an adaption to the poem because this particular section where Joy to the World kind of comes from is from his Psalm 98 portion of his poems. But there was a poet who interpreted this particular verse to celebrate the impact of the Almighty One on the world. And after a century, the second part of this verse was adapted to music, which culminated in the most celebrated Christmas carol of time, um, probably one of the most, which is Joy to the World. And in 1911, the Trinity Choir recorded a version of Joy to the World, which became extremely popular. And then after that, that's when all sorts of artists like Mariah Carey, Pat Boom, Johnny Cash, Walter Cherry, Bing Crosby, and Andy Williams, and so many more recorded it and covered it. And therefore, it became incorporated into Christmas music. But it started out as a poem. And I just thought that that was so interesting, but he was writing about joy. So, you know, we hear the word joy a lot through the holiday season. And I think that we hear that word, but the holiday season, if, if we're really being honest, presents us with a lot of opportunities to actually feel unhappy, stressed out, frustrated, for some lonely But in the midst of everything, we can still have joy. And I think that people often use joy and happiness interchangeably, but they really are not the same thing. You see, joy is inwardly influenced, whereas happiness, it's externally influenced. We can achieve happiness when we receive a gift, where we um, we, meet some sort of a goal that we've set, when we spend time with friends or family, maybe even um, you know having some sort of hobby time, you know we can feel happy in those moments because it's more superficial because it hinges upon external circumstances. You know, for example, let's say you're on your way to an event and you have to stop by the store to just grab something real quick. Maybe you got to bring something to this event, and you know you're running tight on time, but it's just a quick stop. You just got to grab one thing, so you should be good. But as you enter the store and you begin racing through the aisles and you're just trying to beeline for that one precious item that you need on the shelf, it seems like every single soul in the building is crossing your path. Like everybody in the store just happens to be stepping in front of you, walking your way. And you know, they're all just moving at a glacial pace. They're not in any sort of a hurry. Maybe they're just on a a nice stroll or pleasure, pleasure walk through the store that day. And they just are slowing you down at every turn. Then you finally grab your item and you approach the checkout. And they only have one register open. Even though the store is equipped with 20 checkout lanes, they just have one, just one open. And so as you stand there and you're checking your watch and you're waiting your turn, and now you know you are absolutely going to be late, I bet you're not feeling very happy (laughs) because happiness is dependent upon our external situations and experiences. But joy, joy is something different. It has to do more with our internal nature. You know, happiness doesn't bring joy and joy isn't necessarily the byproduct of happiness. Joy is greater than happiness. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. And when we find joy, it's infused with comfort and it's wrapped in peace. It's an attitude of the heart and the spirit. 
Joy is not only attained here on earth, but it is a way that we connect with God because it is given to us by the Spirit. Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, God wants us to be filled with joy because truthfully, it's more sustainable and resilient than happiness. We often hear people use the phrase, find your joy. And for the believer, knowing our source of joy and focusing on that more than happiness, that helps to anchor us through life's storms and through seasons of difficulty or challenge and stress. Even Jesus modeled this for us. Hebrews 12, 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. You know, I'm sure in the moments that Jesus was being arrested and tried and scourged and crucified, Jesus probably wasn't feeling happy, but he had joy, joy that was set before him because he knew what it was that he was accomplishing on the cross. And no matter what it is that we're facing, we can always have joy because of who God is and what he has done. It's the sure foundation of our faith that causes the joy of the Lord to be our strength, who God is and what he's done. Glory Dye from Christianity Today summed it up this way. She said, happiness is merely external, fleeting, and is only achievable on earth. Joy, on the other hand, is internal, selfless, sacrificial, and a spiritual connection with God. We need joy in our lives as we need the Father and Jesus in our lives. And so, you know, my prayer for you this holiday season is that no matter what challenges you might be facing today, you know, whether it's the stress of trying to plan some holiday services or you've got deadlines or, you know, you know that there's family gatherings coming up or, you know, Christmas gifts to buy and and all sorts of things to plan that no matter what it is that you're facing, I pray that you will be filled with unmeasurable, exceeding joy, focusing on who God is and what it is He's done to anchor you through this season. Guys, thanks so much for listening today. Remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. That way you never have to go looking for us. It just shows up bright and early on Tuesday morning for you. And do us a favor. If you'd go on over to Apple Podcasts, if you'd leave us a five-star rating with a nice review, drop some nice words in the comment there, that just helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people helps us to spread the word a little bit more. And you know, thank you so much for following us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can even find us over on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. But you know, we love engaging with you, going back and forth with you, talking with you. So thank you so much for following us and for being a part of the journey. And I want to send a huge thanks out over to our friends at Maven Media Productions for their help with the podcast. Listen, if you're looking for help with consulting, design, branding, social media, go hit them up. Check them out at www.mavenmediaproductions.com. They are absolutely amazing people who love Jesus and are called to serve His church. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our intro. And you know what? Thanks to you guys for listening. 
for being with us. Um, we love you. And until next time, Merry Smale Miss. <laughs> <laughs>